morning. Welcome to the Market in Minutes podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. All right, so let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished up 1.75%. The S&P 500 finished up 0.16%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.42%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day up 0.79%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were communication services and consumer discretionary. Communication services ended up 2.67%, followed by consumer discretionary, which ended the day up 2.28%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were energy and utilities. Energy finished down 4.01%, followed by utilities, which ended the day down 3.43%. The market finished mixed despite an afternoon rally, as investors continued to fret over inflation, economic growth, and the potential for a recession. But before we get into all the excitement from yesterday, the morning started with the release of some economic data. The Commerce Department reported that factory orders for manufactured goods increased 1.6% month over month in May, following a 0.7% increase in April while shipments of manufactured goods rose 1.8% month-over-month after increasing 0.6% in April. Now, the key takeaway from this release is kind of double-edged. The good news is that order activity was stronger than expected in May, showing that product demand is still high for the time being. However, as economic activity slows, which most market participants believe will happen in the coming months, order activity is likely to slow significantly. So a good release for the time being but also one that showed the likelihood for a slowdown in the future. And that was it for the data released yesterday. So it was a light day in terms of economic data, and the data that was released likely had little to no impact on performance. But speaking of performance, the market got off to a rough start yesterday. Maybe it was simply due to the long weekend, but more likely it was due to the fact that investors have been barraged lately by economic data and press releases that all point to the likelihood of an economic slowdown brought on by slowing global growth and inflation. And concerns about economic growth were also growing overseas, as the Bank of England said yesterday that the global economic outlook had deteriorated materially as the euro slid to a 20-year low against the dollar. Separately, economic data released in Europe showed that business growth across the eurozone slowed further in June, while natural gas prices surged again reigniting worries of a recession in the block. So sentiment was obviously affected early on. And within the first hour of trading, the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P 500 were all down around 2% and had erased all of the gains from Friday and then some. But as the day went on, we started to see a slight turnaround effort mostly sparked by a decline in commodity prices that served as a turnaround catalyst for the larger market. Oil dropped over 8%, Unleaded gasoline futures fell 9%, while copper futures declined 5.6%. And these moves really became a relief point for investors. And as a result, we saw the broader market, outside of the energy names, start to really take off. The rally was strengthened by the mega cap names, who showed resiliency and leadership throughout the day. Meta finished up over 5%, Alphabet closed over 4% higher, 
Amazon and Netflix ended up around 3.5%, while Apple and Tesla both closed 2% higher. Now, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, and Dow Jones all ended the day at their session highs, so momentum at the end of the day was going in the right direction. With that being said, only three sectors managed to close higher as communication services, consumer discretionary, and technology all finished up over 1.3%. Meanwhile, the worst performing sectors were energy, utilities, materials, and industrials, all of which finished down over 1.5%. So despite the turnaround effort, the defensive and cyclical type names still struggled in the face of the growth concerns floating around the market. But nowhere were growth concerns more evident than in the behavior seen in the treasury market. So the benchmark 10-year treasury yield and the two-year yield inverted yesterday, a move that has a strong historical track record as a recession indicator. Because typically, when short-term treasury yields trade above long-term yields, it's a sign that investors expect an economic slowdown to lead to rate cuts. The two-year treasury yield settled down a basis point at 2.82%, while the 10-year treasury yield settled its session down eight basis points at 2.81%. So in conclusion, it was a tough morning for the market, but we saw a definite turnaround in performance brought on by the movement in commodity prices and treasuries, which led the major indexes to end the day at their session highs. Now, it will be interesting to see if the market can continue the momentum seen at the end of the day yesterday, or if concerns over growth, inflation, and a recession once again dominate and drag performance lower. Regardless of what does happen, though, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. At least six people were killed and 30 more wounded Monday when a gunman rained bullets down upon an Independence Day parade in an affluent suburb about 20 miles north of downtown Chicago. The terrible mass shooting was the 309th mass shooting this year, according to the nonpartisan and nonprofit Gun Violence Archive. And to date this year, there have been an average of 11 mass shootings per week across the country. So another heartbreaking story that really makes you wonder when is enough enough when it comes to these types of stories. Elsewhere, according to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, Russia could invade the rest of Europe within a year. Speaking to Europe's leaders over the weekend in a meeting to go over the future of the NATO alliance, the Ukrainian leader warned that Putin is aiming to recreate the empire of Tsar Peter the Great and that it is, quote, Russia's real goal. He also went on to state that, quote, next year could be a worse situation. Not only Ukraine, but also several other states, possibly members of the alliance. The question is, who is next? End quote. In other news stories, according to a new study by the U.S. Veterans Administration, the more times you catch COVID, the sicker you will likely get with each reinfection. Now, the study stressed that they need more data before they can say for sure whether or why COVID might get worse the second, third, or fourth time around. But with more and more people getting infected as the pandemic heads towards its fourth year, the study hints at some possible long-term risks. And this study comes as it was reported yesterday that an unnamed cancer patient in Connecticut has been infected with COVID-19 for the last 471 days, with the infection mutating inside their body during the sickness at least three different times. So scary news story there. The Wall Street Journal had an interesting article yesterday about how many companies have decided to offer mid-year raises to retain employees as inflation takes its toll on wallets and pocketbooks. 
So top companies around the country are raising salaries and doling out special bonuses. As many corporate leaders acknowledge that higher pay is needed to reward employee performance, keep up with pay at rivals, and to reflect that staffers are paying more for gasoline, groceries, and other daily living expenses. So a good initiative from many companies. And lastly, Chick-fil-A has officially maintained its position as America's favorite restaurant for eight years in a row, according to the American Customer Satisfaction Index. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from July 6th of the past. Starting today in 1785, when Congress agreed upon the dollar as the name of the U.S. currency. A hundred years later, in 1885, an anti-rabies vaccine was administered for the first time. The recipient was a nine-year-old boy who was bitten by a rabid dog, and the vaccine saved his life. In 1923, the Russian Empire officially became the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, better known as the USSR. Fast forward to 1942, Anne Frank and her family took refuge on this day in a sealed off area of an Amsterdam warehouse to escape being sent to Nazi concentration camps. In 1944, a fire broke out at the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, killing 167 people and injuring over 700. And lastly, in 1997, the Mars rover Sojourner went on its first exploration of the Martian surface. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Market in Minutes podcast. Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.